All right, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Uh, today is Saturday and um, 4th of May. It's pouring in Accra, Ghana. Uh, by the grace of God, we are all alive and we want to thank God so much for the gift of life and for giving us another day to continue our prophetic series, the series on the prophetic. Last week, I started talking about the gift of prophecy and talked also about how the, the streams of the prophetic flows. And I said there are two streams of the prophetic. We have those we called the Nabi prophets. And I mentioned that the first time the word prophet was mentioned was in Genesis chapter 20, verses number 7 and 8, when Abimelech decided to take the wife of Abraham, and God said that, Return to the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for you, and you shall live. And the Hebrew word there are two hebrew words used for prophets in the bible one is nabi and i said that the nabi means to hear so this refers to this stream of prophets who hear the voice of god they receive their inspiration or their messages through the inspiration of hearing and so they hear and they speak there was nowhere written in scripture where abraham was operating in that dramatic prophetic ministry all that we know was that abraham was a friend of god abraham was a man of faith abraham was hearing god's voice abraham was obedient to the voice of the lord and so today i want to also continue with the other stream of the prophetic and i said that when i mentioned the word prophet here I'm not necessarily um, talking about those who have received the office of the prophet or who are working in the prophetic office. I am just talking about somebody who is operating the gift. But for today's continuation, when I mention the word prophet, I actually mean the those who are called into the office of the prophet. So when I say prophet, that is what I mean. Alright, so in today's lesson, um, there is another stream of the prophetic we called the seers. Now, the Nabi prophets are those who hear the voice of God and they speak it forth. So they hear and they speak. So Abraham would hear the voice of God. God would call Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. I want to show you something and Abraham will just come out and we hear the voice of God. God was speaking to Abraham many, many times. There were a lot of other people in the Bible. For example, Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 10, the Bible said that since that time, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. Since that time, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses. And the word prophet there, in the original Hebrew, the word used is Nabi, Nabi. So you realize that Moses was also a Nabi prophet. 
Also in Exodus chapter 7 verse 1, the Bible said, And the Lord said to Moses, See, I make you as God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. So when God was saying that your brother Aaron shall be your prophet, the Hebrew word there for the prophet was Nabi. So Aaron was going to be the Nabi of Moses. In other words, he was going to hear God's voice and declare it forth. Then also in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, the Lord said to Jeremiah, <clears throat> Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. So Jeremiah's appointment was also the Nabi kind of prophetic stream. So you realize that Jeremiah was also a Nabi prophet. There were a lot of them. Even up to... Um, even up to Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 8, 18, 18, Deuteronomy 18, 18, he said, And I will raise up a prophet amongst the countrymen of you, and I will put my word in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. So you realize that that word prophet that is also mentioned, I will raise up a prophet. The original Hebrew here is Nabi, and Nabi has to do with hearing and speaking hearing and speaking you are the mouthpiece of god so you hear and you speak you declare that which you have heard that is what we mean by the nabi prophet now let's look at the other one there is another dimension of the prophetic we call the seer dimension the seer seer is s-e-e-r seer this seer dimension is refers to those kind of prophetic streams or those kind of people who see and speak it forth so they speak they see and they speak it they see and they speak it forth there are two words that are used for these people we call them seers and in the bible there were some seers in the bible the bible specifically stated that they were seers not necessarily prophet. For example, when you read Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 30, the Bible says that and King Hezekiah and the and the officials ordered the Levite to sing praises to the Lord with the words of David and Asaph, the seer. They say Asaph the seer. So they worship with joy, blah 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 blah. So say with the words of David and Asaph the seer. So we know that Asaph was a seer. Then when you read 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 11 and 12, it says that when David arose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet God. Here, he said God is a prophet. Then he says that David's seer. So it means that saying, go and speak to David. So it means that this person we call God will, will also influence the third session, which I will continue next week. We have those people who see and they speak. So God is also referred to as David's seer. Even though the Bible says he was a prophet, it means that he had the ability to both hear and declare the word of God. And at the same time, he also had the ability to see and to declare. So he was hearing and speaking. But today I'm just dwelling on those who see and speak. Last week we dwelt on those who hear and speak. And today we are talking about those who see and then they declare it forth. Next week, I'm going to talk about those who both hear and speak and declare it forth. There are people like that 
who are also gifted. You see, not every prophet is a seer. And I say that when I say prophet, I'm talking about a Nabi prophet. Not every Nabi prophet is a seer because every prophet, in the context I'm using it as Nabi, refers to those who hear God's voice and they speak it. And when we talk about seer, we are talking about those who see and speak it. So not everybody who hears and speaks has the ability to also see and speak. So what I'm saying is that not every Nabi prophet is a seer. But most of the times so or all the time, every seer is also a Nabi prophet. Every seer has the ability to also hear and to speak. But not every Nabi prophet is a seer. Now when we talk about seers, there are two Hebrew words that are used for the word seer. The first one is the word Ra, R-A-A-H, Ra. Ra in the Hebrew means to see. It literally means to see, to visualize, to visualize, to see, to see. So somebody who has been called by God and given that ability to see, whether into the past, or the present, or the... This one is all about visuals. This person operates not by hearing uh, alone, but this person also operates by seeing. So he sees images, he sees pictures, he sees events like video, he sees the names of people, he sees things that are hidden, and all that he sees are in visual channels or visual forms. So that is a seer, and that is Ra. So Ra literally means to see. And then when we talk about the other word, there are two words for seer. The other word is Koze or Koze. Koze is spelled C-H-O-Z-E-H. C-H-O-Z-E-H. Z-E-H. So that is Koze. And Koze literally means a, a beholder in a vision. Somebody who is, a, who is beholding a vision, a beholder in a vision, a, 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 a gazer, somebody who is gazing. So these two words come together to say that when we talk about seer, we are talking about somebody who has the ability to behold or gaze and to see into the realm of the spirit. This person is called a seer. Hallelujah. Amen. And so there are people in the Bible who were specifically just known as seers. And one of them is the So one of them I mentioned is is God. Is God. One thing about the seer dimension is that Okay, let, let me let me read this one. When you read um, I think first Chronicles Chapter 29, 29. You, the Bible says that First Chronicles chapter 29, 29. The Bible said that now the acts of King David from first to last are written in the chronicles of Samuel the seer. Comma. In the chronicles of Nathan the prophet. And in the chronicles of God the seer. So you see the two dimensions manifested in one verse. First Chronicles 29, 29. It says that now the acts of King David 
from first to last are written in the Chronicles of Samuel the seer. So here we see Samuel in the Bible is not just a prophet, but Samuel is regarded as the seer because the guy could see. He could see. He could see. And so that is the Ra. So Samuel was a Ra. Abraham was a Nabi. Moses was a Nabi. Jeremiah was a Nabi. Hallelujah. But when it comes to Samuel, Samuel was a Ra. He was a seer. Samuel was a Ra. Hallelujah. One thing that is about the, the seer dimension is that the seers would, when they, it comes to the manifestation of their prophetic stream, they usually will move in it when they have seen something. So until they have seen something, they, their faith is not released or the green light is not given to release the word. For Nabi prophet, a Nabi prophet has the faith to release the word because he hears the word. So as he hears the word, he just moves on to speak it because the hearing of the word increases or imparts some faith to release the word God has given him. So that is a Nabi kind of prophet. And so for, for, for them, all that they need is to hear. And they speak it for, they hear and they, so they speak as they hear. But for the seer or the Ra and Koze, the Ra person or the Ra prophet would have to describe what he's seen. Because what he's seen may not make sense. What he's seen may be pictures, it may be tokens. What he's seen may just be images. They are things that may not easily be understood until they are described. So, for the seer to operate, the seer dimension of the prophetic, which is also very biblical and scriptural, he needs time to really come out to describe to describe the things he's seen and also begin to interpret. He, he describes what he's seen and he needs to also understand the things that he's seen and then also come to another level where he begins to interpret the things that he's seen. Otherwise, it doesn't make or it will not make sense to the hearers of the word. So a seer may hear, uh, sorry, a seer may see numbers in the realm of the spirit. All of us have our eyes. The eyes are all open. But a seer may see into the realm of the spirit and will begin to see numbers like maybe the number 12. And he will see maybe, um, I mean, he will see the number 12 and he will see maybe a star. And a star will be short. And then he will see a young boy. And he will see a young man. And then he will now have to understand what he's seeing. And sometimes in between the the, the, the understanding of what he's seeing and the declaration of what he has to see or what he's seeing is the interplay of what we call the hearing of the voice. Because sometimes as he sees it, there is the need to also hear or know what is the understanding or the meaning of what he's seeing so that he can declare it and it can make sense to those who are hearing or it can profit those who hear that word. So, for example, many some time ago, I ministered in this church somewhere in a certain church in a Pentecost church somewhere. And before I went to the service, the Lord has spoken to me and said that 
and and I saw, I saw before I went to the service, I was in prayer, and I mean by grace, the Lord just opened my eyes into the spirit, and I saw the number twelve, and I saw a star that was short, and I saw, and I saw, sorry, and I saw that there was a young man who was around the area where the star was shot. And I saw that God was doing something with the man. Then I was beginning to ask God questions. What is the meaning of the things I am seeing? And the Lord said that this young man is the, has 11 siblings. This young man has 11 siblings. And he is the 12th born or he's the last born. And God is releasing him as a star. And he's releasing him as a star in his generation. And there are many deep other things the Lord said, which I can't mention here. So when I went into the service, I was teaching on the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I started talking about the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of prophecy, among other things. And whilst I was teaching, I said, let me do a demonstration of what I'm talking about. So I just pause the message and I said, for example, there is a young man here, you have 11 siblings and you are even the 12th person and the Lord is releasing you and shooting you like a star. As I declared this word, the Holy Spirit himself pulled this young boy from the back, running through the chest and came to fall in front of him at the pulpit. And everybody was looking on and I had to minister to him and then I asked him questions. How many are you in the family? He said, we are, we are 12. How many siblings do you have? He said that we are, I have 11 siblings. And which, um, which day were you born? I mean, what, when, when were you born? Are you the first born, second or whatever? And he said, I am the last born. In other words, I am the 12th born. And this was not something I heard. I did not hear it. I only saw it. But I had to come out to describe what I am seeing so that it will make sense to the hearers of the word. So that is what we call the seer dimension. Glory to God. So somebody can operate by hearing as a Nabi prophet. Somebody can also operate as a Ra prophet or a Koze prophet. Now, the two are not the same. But, I mean, the, the operations of these two are not the same. However, in the eyes of God, none of these two is higher than the other. In the eyes of God, the Nabi prophet is as equally important as the Ra prophet. The prophet is as equally important as the seer. The seer is not higher than the prophet. Neither is the prophet higher than the seer. All the two come together to fulfill the purpose of God on the earth by declaring his mind, his purpose, his plans to people, individuals, and communities, and situations. So the purposes are one. It comes to fulfill one purpose. It is not above the other. One day, I remember before going for service, the Lord spoke to me and said, I mean, I saw in a vision, my God. I saw on my eyes, I saw how a certain boy was driving a certain car. I saw it on my eyes. And the boy's name was called uh, Jerry. And the boy was a driver of a certain institution. I won't mention the police. And I saw that something, a document was missing. And I saw that this person's sister would be in the service. And I saw that the person's sister stays in a place in Accra called Asantua. And Asantua, we know in Ghana, is a name of a person. And so for me to see a name of a place called Asantua was very rare. 
and I didn't know whether it was true or not. But as long as God has spoken it, it cannot be a lie and it cannot be a guesswork. So when I was ministering in the church, I ended the sermon and I said, is there anybody here who stays in a place called Asantua? Everybody's hand was down. Suddenly, a lady lifted a hand at their back. And I said, Madam, come. And I said, do you know anyone called Jerry? He said, yes, my brother is called Jerry. Then immediately, my faith was released because I know that once the Asantua is correct and once the brother's name is called Jerry and that is also correct, every other message that God added to this one must also be accurate. So I then moved by faith because now the green light was released. And I said, I see that Jerry is even a driver. He said, yes, he's a driver of a certain hospital somewhere in Bronga Halfway. I said, okay, the Lord said that there is this thing that is going to happen. And this thing has to do with a missing document. But God wants to deliver him so that it will not happen and save him so that it doesn't happen. And so we need to tell him to be watchful. And this and this and this is how it will happen. And these are the kind of people you have to be careful of. And I gave her all the details. The girl was falling down because she was shocked that God could reveal so much detailed information, detailed facts about people's lives that in the natural it is not possible to walk in that dimension. And I pray that as I minister to you, may God begin to cause you to walk in this same realm or even higher realm of this prophetic grace. Ah, balabashata. You don't need to be a prophet before you walk in the anointing of the prophet. Wherever you are as a, as a, as a medicinal um, professional, as a physician, as a, as a medical expert, as a politician, as a businessman, as an investor, as a teacher, as, a, as, as whatever you do, you need this grace. Because look at a young man called Joseph. Joseph could walk in this dimension and could see seven years ahead and say, seven years there will be famine. Seven years there will be abundance. Seven years there will be famine. Let us store food so that in seven years afterwards, when there is famine, we will survive. This is a strong a person who is not regarded as a prophet, but walking in that dimension. Glory to God. And so this is what we call the seer. This is the second stream of the seer. Sometimes... Before you go to a service, God will tell you that there is a young person who comes to the service. He's wearing a white shirt. He's wearing a red tie. He's wearing a black shoe. He's wearing a green trouser. His name is called so-so-and-so. And this is blah, 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 blah. This dimension is what we call the seer dimension. You see, there are times too, all that you see is images, which doesn't even make sense. But God gives you understanding of that word. You declare it forth and becomes a blessing to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. La shata. Le balaba. So like I said, Nabi prophets and Ra prophets are all legitimate, legitimate expressions of God's prophetic streams. They are all the same, none is bigger than the other. When you read, for example, First Samuel chapter 9, verse 9, the Bible says that formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he used to say, Come, let us go to the seer. For he he who is called a prophet, Nabi, now was formerly called a seer. So you see that the seer here used in that scripture in 1 Samuel 9, 9, the Hebrew word there is Ra. 
So, like I said, all true seers, all true seers are prophets. But not all prophets who hear and speak are seers. Yes. So, whichever dimension God has called you into, I want to encourage you that continue to use your gift, continue to work in it, read more about it, develop the gift, work in it, don't let anything downplay or, 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 or push you down or discourage you from manifesting or operating your gift. Keep on doing it. Keep on pushing it. Keep on doing it. Don't give up and let the body of Christ benefit from what God has put inside you. I know that one of these days, God is going to make you a wonder and God is going to cause people to also benefit from that which you have received. By the grace of God, next week, I will talk to you or share with you what I call the prophetic anointing. I will talk to you about the prophetic anointing. And and so stay tuned. Uh, unfortunately, um, I have to end here now with this series. Next week, I'll continue with the next episode. I pray that the Lord will bless you. The Lord will increase you. I pray for you. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, if you have not accepted him, then you may not be able to benefit from all this we are sharing. And on the day when Jesus comes or the rapture happens, you might find yourself wanting. Wherever you are, say these words after me. You have not accepted Jesus. Say, Dear Lord, I believe you are the Son of God. For my sins, you came to die. For my justification, you resurrected from the dead. Say, I accept you as my personal Savior, my Lord and my King. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me. Make me whole. Write my name in the book of life. And accept me as your own. Thank you for saving me. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen.